0: Hello and welcome back to Bits and Bobs. Um, Thank you for joining me yet again, as usual. Your time is very precious, I get that, and it is an absolute honour that you will tune in and listen to what I have to say. Thank you so much once again for tuning in to Bits and Bobs. Um, Today um, we are going to talk about a very interesting book of mine. Um, a copy of which I've had for years, and um, I'm sure it's quite popular with a lot of people. Um, one of the greatest books that ever been written, apparently, um, with the express the express um, stating that Coelho's writing is beautifully poetic, but his message is what counts. He gives me hope and he puts a smile on my face. Now, I've read this review because this is essentially how I feel when I read The Alchemist. It gives me hope and it puts a smile on my face. I remember the first time I read it, I actually cried when it finished and um, Santiago had reached the pyramids and he found his treasure. So it is a very heartwarming book. It is very much inspiring in its simplicity it's it's unbelievable because it's more like fiction it sounds like a fairy tale but you can relate with it so much I for one absolutely 100% related with it especially with my journey um, with um, moving to a new country sometimes forgetting who I was or what I wanted for my own life and being sucked into other people's sort of version or um, idea of you But it's just about picking yourself up and bringing yourself back and not ever forgetting who you are and um, what you're about, what your dreams and aspirations are. And no matter what situation you're in, um, to always follow your dreams and never forget who you are. Now, The Alchemist is a story of Santiago, an Andalusian shepherd boy who dreams of traveling the world in search of a treasure as extravagant as any ever found. So this was the stuff of folklore. He was, was handed on by, um, through generation to generation about why and how there was a great, great big treasure that needed to be found. And this little boy was a shepherd because he wanted to travel. And um, against all odds, his, his father was a baker, but he, he opted to be a shepherd so he could travel and look after his sheep. So from his home in Spain, he journeys to the exotic markets of Tangiers and then into the Egyptian desert where a fateful encounter with the alchemist awaits him. So this is essentially a book about um, Santiago's journey through um, to looking for this and treasure and the lessons, of course, that he he learns along the way, the people he meets. He was a very simple fella. I liked his approach to things. Um, and like I said, it's a very heartwarming book. Just thinking about it makes my heart, my heart feels full. Um, so this is the story of um, Santiago. I'm not going to read about it. I'm just going to kind of um, coalesce the lessons I learned from the book and relating them to my own personal experiences. And um, in the meantime, as usual, as um, true to Bits and bobs tradition, I am going to be playing one of my favorite golden oldies. They have nothing to do with what I'm going to be talking about today, but something just upbeat to get you in the swing of things and to make you feel jolly. I always listen to music before I record a podcast, app, um, podcast episode. So I can tap into my creative side and I can actually pour out everything that I want to communicate. So, yep, just stay tuned. it for now um this is one of my favorite songs it's by slave um on the album the best of slave and as usual i am listening to this <laughs> while sipping on my irish cream from aldi yes yes i'm very predictable i know i know, I know. <laughs> it's my drink of choice i can drink it any time of day and it doesn't actually look like i'm having some alcohol so i love it i absolutely do Anyway, back to business. So, like I was saying, this is uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Santiago and, of course, the things that I have gone through in my life that kind of resonate with Santiago's journey. So, if you've read the book, you will notice that the consistent theme in The Alchemist is to pursue your dreams. This is the ultimate message that is communicated by Paul Kohler. Um, He says that, you know, um, obviously, there are quotes and simple raises in there that kind of augment that pursuit of dreams and your life purpose and he just generally calls it um, in pursuit of your personal legend so in order for you to pursue your personal legend you need to know yourself you need to know you need to be in tune with yourself you need to be present with yourself to know exactly what it is that you want to achieve what your purpose in life is some people tar- tap into their faith some people tap into their inner self or their higher self. It doesn't matter what you tap into. The ultimate goal is the same, that you find your life purpose and then you follow that life purpose because that is the only thing that can possibly fulfill you. So... um basically i I remember growing up i I always wanted to I was very assertive and out there as a child i I believe I still am <laughs> but not so much as i was i've I've milled down just a tiny bit um not as much as I was before um I've always wanted to be a news reporter, believe it or not, and I always imagined myself reading something like possibly advertising and public relations. Um, at a university, you know, so I could work with corporate clients and, um, you know, do their advertising pitches, you know, be their spokesperson, PR and all that, because I love to talk. I did a debate on public speaking. I was really good at it, um, especially when it came to impromptu speeches. It's almost as if I always had a lot to say and I wasn't afraid to share it. Like, for example, I have no idea what stage fright feels like. A lot of people suffer with it. But the minute I stand on that stage and there's multitudes of people out there, I'm in my zone. It's it's almost as if I feed off the energy of the crowd and I just go in. I just go totally in. So, yes, that was my dream when I was a child. And it was very, I, I was more aware of myself then than I I was as an adult because I knew I liked to speak and nothing appealed to me more than sitting behind a desk looking pretty and reading the news and having opinions about what was going around in the world. So I was really onto something but you know the hustle bustle in life you know life has a way of throwing some curveballs at you and I didn't get to pursue my dreams but the thing is, there was always that nagging feeling at the back of my head that, you know, this is not really my life's purpose. I'm doing this, but it doesn't feel like this is the end, like I've found myself. So I kept on searching and searching and searching. And in other ways, this podcast was a way of me trying to bring out that side of me that I knew was lying dormant in there and just had to come out. So here I am trying to pursue my dreams. It's, it's, it's an uphill task. You know, time is not on my side. I'm aware of it. But it's just something that I know that, is, that it is the story of my life. And I would not feel fulfilled unless, of course, I gave it a go. So, like I said, the consistent theme is the, in The Alchemist is to pursue your dreams and to listen to your heart and follow the language of omens. Um, they keep on telling you that your heart is the language of God. So whatever speaks to your heart, that is God. You need to listen to your heart and listen to your gut instinct more, more importantly. Um, as an African woman, I don't know, it's, it's uncanny, but um, it's almost as if I, I was subconsciously taught to, to dull my gut instinct, to ignore and deny my gut instinct, especially to suit the world around me. I'm only just starting to tap back into myself and learn to trust it. Because like I said, this is the language of God. And, you know, anything or anyone that speaks to your heart is the voice of God. Um, One of the other lessons that I learned from The Alchemist is that knowing that you will fail. I was one perfectionist. I was very much afraid of failure. And for me, it felt like I, I had failed dismally in every aspect of my life if I just failed once. But this book states that you know that you will fail in life. And, you know, sometimes you win, but every failure comes with a lesson attached to it. So the most important thing that you need to do is to learn from each and every seeming failure. So failure is inevitable. We've sussed that out. Everyone goes through failure. Even Jeff Bezos, before he had his multi-billion Amazon um, company, he went through some grueling times. A lot of people poo-pooed his ideas, you know, this and that. Always every biography of every successful man or woman, they will tell you that they failed more times than they actually won. But the secret is in not letting it stop you and immobilize you. And more more importantly, to pick yourself up and to really sit down, think about what it is that it's trying to teach you. Learn from it and make sure that you apply that lesson in your next endeavor. This is key. Remember, nothing comes easy. Nothing good comes easy. You have to work really hard. You have to sweat for it. And that's the only way you can appreciate and savor it. So there you have it with failure. I experienced it. I was so afraid of failure in anything I did. I was very competitive when I was growing up. Um, maybe that's it was just being pushed, maybe because I was a firstborn child, Uh, Maybe because I came from a broken family and I felt like I had a lot to prove um, in as far as, you know, my parents were concerned. So I was very competitive generally in every aspect of my life. It helped me somewhat, but sometimes it kind of made me a bit of a, it kind of developed into a bit of a toxic trait. But now I'm more self-aware. I know that my experiences hone me and I have the power to shape my destiny so um, which leads us to the other lesson that you are that you need to strive to be the best version of yourself so this can only be done if you're self-aware and when you strive to be the best version of yourself everything and everyone around you becomes better too so it's almost as if good vibes are infectious you know if you study for a uh, I don't know, a degree in nursing like I did. And then, you know, everyone around me is benefiting because I have that much more healthcare experience and knowledge that I can share, safeguard my family, safeguard myself and well being, and also share to the rest of the world. The other thing that this book really touches on is that fear is the greatest obstacle. It is never, ever, 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 ever as bad as it looks. I know this for a fact, it's something that I learned. That even though you can feel that fear, fear is just an emotion, it's just a feeling, it's your body trying to protect you from a seemingly, a seeming threat because you're way out of your comfort zone. But somehow you need to learn the fine art of feeling the fear, but doing it anyway. Because your mind will play tricks on you and make things bigger than they already are. If you have read the book, The Lizard Brain, it clearly explains this phenomenon that our brain is designed to keep us safe. So anything outside of our comfort zone, it will perceive it as a threat and it will raise alarms so that you don't go ahead and do that. But we all know that uh, growth is outside of your comfort zone. So it's just striking that balance. Acknowledging the fear but doing it anyway, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to the people around you to fulfill yourself in order to fulfill others. I mean, you can't pour from an empty cup. I think this is a recurring theme throughout my self-love series. I'm always touching on this. So without great risk, great reward cannot be achieved. So in order for you to have those phenomenal results, those astounding and Extraordinary breakthrough results, you need to ensure that you feel that fear, acknowledge it, do not chastise yourself about it, but just go on, plow on, and just bulldoze your way through and do it anyway. I assure you, you will be very proud of yourself. You will be very, very proud of yourself when you come out on the other side. And the other way you can also do this is to always find the extraordinary in the ordinary. I mean, my favorite saying is um, watch with glittering eyes the world around you because the greatest secrets are hidden in the most unlikely places. Those who don't believe in magic will never, ever find it. Now, this is key. You need to find the good things, the good in everything. You need to find all the extraordinary things. It's the simple things in life that make life more extraordinary, but you need to pay attention to them. If you're smelling coffee, really smell it. If you're gonna be taking a walk, really notice the leaves, the air, how it feels. Is it crisp? Is it dry? Is it humid? Be in tune, be present. That's where the beauty is more often than not we're in a rush to get somewhere or to do something that seems more important you know this notion that happiness is always a bank check away or a, a, a world trip away or you know but happiness is now beauty is in the actual process so take time with every little thing that i do this is something that i have learned in the 35 years of my life that beauty is in the process that is where the fun is and above all else Savor it, be present and don't take anything for granted. Um, Being grateful is also another way of um, finding the extraordinary in the ordinary. Um, Be grateful for the small and seemingly significant details. It's always the devil is in the details and even God is in the details. You know, where there's evil, there's always good to counteract it. So never forget this. Just slow down savour the moment be present I think my next podcast episode should centre around how we can be more present what things we can do how think what are the things that we can you can do to um, in your daily routine things you can change in your daily routine to ensure that you are absolutely 100% more present in order for you to live a more fulfilled life So these are the profound lessons that I learned from Paul Carlo in his book, The Alchemist. The reviews are tremendous. I mean, Madonna had one where she said, this is the best book I've ever read. Something to that tune. Um, And, you know, it says here that every few decades, a book is published that changes the lives of its readers forever. It certainly changed mine because I tell you this, I've read this book three times so far. And each time I go through it with a fine tooth. I do not mess around. The, this is a very amazing book. I will post some links on the podcast title um, and description and anywhere else I have post information about this. But my main message is for you to read it. If you've not read it before, just have a little read. You'll power through it in two days tops. It's very simply written, very easy. Very. It was translated from Portuguese to English. So the language in it is very simple and easy to understand. No jargon Jargon is present at all. So, um, you know, this book has already achieved the status of a modern classic. It is one of those books that are timeless. And it has over 20 million copies sold worldwide. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in to Bits and Bobs. Um... I try to keep my episodes as short and as sweet as possible, just so, you know, I know, you know, you're busy and you have loads of things that you're doing with your time. And also, if you can, no pressure, but if you can leave a review on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to this on please leave a review or you can message me on Instagram. My handle is at Audrey, at Elima underscore Audrey. I will put the details on the description. You can email me anything at all from Instagram. It's up to you entirely. Just some feedback is important. Tell me what you think. If there's anything you want me to talk about, if there's anyone you want me to speak to, I'll be very happy to indulge you. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Um, I will catch you on my next episode. And for now, we'll just finish off that groovy song that we were listening to before. Oh, baby, you're blowing my mind. Who I just got to let you know. Energy flowing. I said it feels so good. I got to tell you, my name is Stevie. What's yours, baby? Down the street.